In our society, we view jealousy as something negative. We should be happy and grateful with what we have. And the list continues. We've been looking at this all wrong, my friends. The act of jealousy is actually giving us clues about what we want in our lives. In this episode of Putting Attention to Intention, we discuss how to lean into these feelings of jealousy. What are they teaching us? And how can we use them to discover what we really want in our lives? Jealousy isn't the enemy. It's the universal clue to who you want to be and how to get there. Join me now. Welcome to our community, friends. I am thrilled that you have found your way here. If you're feeling directionless, frustrated, unfulfilled, as if you're just going through the motions of life, you have made your way to the right place. My name is Megan Miller. I offer high-performing go-getters simple daily micro-steps for putting attention to intention so they can stop sleepwalking through life and start living with more inspiration and fulfillment. I know because I've been there. I was there the majority of my life, having my life on autopilot, being the woman everyone wanted me to be and feeling that I was just meant to do more. That is until I got brave and still enough to really uncover what I wanted. And I'm here to share my lessons with you to help you navigate through your own journey. Together, we will share small practical steps that'll help you maximize how you show up in the world to create a life that you're passionate about. Welcome to Pudding attention to intention. And I'm back, friends. After a whirlwind of getting married to the man of my dreams, celebrating with friends and family, and going on a honeymoon, I am back feeling a little bloated, like I've been on a world tour and our house is destroyed. Uh, But other than that, I'm back. So (laughs) back here to reality and back here to sharing lessons with you all, my amazing friends on, on how we can take our lives off autopilot and through simple daily micro steps, begin living our lives with inspiration and fulfillment. And is there anything better than that? So right before we left for our honeymoon, my girlfriend shared with me the podcast, Almost 30. So if you're anything like me, you know, your mind goes to what what the hell am I going to learn from someone almost a decade younger than myself? Well, well, one, I'm always quick to rush into judgment. So there's that. But two, I guess I found out they're not they're They're over 30 now, if that makes any difference. Uh, three. I was hooked once I saw that they had my girl Mel Robbins on. So I downloaded it, listened to it on the flight. And I am telling you here and now so many amazing nuggets in that episode that are relatable, vulnerable, authentic. Uh, So I am going to link it in the show notes. Check it out. It's the Almost 30 podcast featuring my girl Mel Robbins. And one of the topics that was discussed was around the emotion of jealousy. 
in today's society, and it's been like this for quite some time, we connotate jealousy with something negative, right? right? We, we should be happy with what we have. We should be grateful with what we have, blah, blah, blah. So whenever these feelings come up, we try to dismiss them. Well, my friends, we've been looking at this all wrong. The act of jealousy is actually giving us clues about what we want in our own lives. And when I heard that, I was like, Mike dropped. There were so many things in my mind that just kept flashing forward of so many things that I've been jealous of throughout my life. And now reflecting back on it, it were all of these things that I wanted for my life. And that was drawing me into it and, and showing up as jealousy. And I just wasn't labeling it or taking the time to dig in further to find out what that emotion meant. And coincidentally enough, or not so coincidentally, yeah, as the universe has a funny way of putting things in front of us, as I'm listening to this episode, you know, I, over the past week, Mel Robbins has launched a book, um, The High Five Habit, and I've caught myself being jealous of her with the launch of this book. She's on podcasts, promoting it, building out her community, helping others bring back their confidence. And everywhere I turn, you know, I'm seeing her in this book. She comes out at number two on Amazon books. And instead of thinking, well, you know, Mel, that's really great for you. This has been 10 years in the making for you. It's been a lot of hard work to get here. And I'm really proud of the community you've built. Hell, I'm proud to be a part of it. I have the high five habit right now by my bedside. So instead of thinking like that, I come in (laughs) like, what the fuck? I want what she has. Having my words put on paper, doing the podcast circuit, spreading the message, building out the community. I want to be number two on Amazon books. And then I think, you know what? Well, fuck it. That's not going to happen for me. You know, go ahead and have it now. And immediately as those thoughts come crashing into my brain, like a tidal wave, two other thoughts follow. One, don't you just love how we count ourselves out of shit? Before it even happens, (laughs) nothing's happened. And I'm already saying, well, fuck it. It won't happen for me. The world's unfair, blah, blah, blah. Like we, we, we talk ourselves out of something before the thought even takes its shoes off at the door of our mind. So that was my first thought. And then my second thought was, you know, jealousy really is a clue. It's a clue of what I want in my life and how I should be directed and I should use it as such. We all don't have the same voice, the same story, and we all have the ability to create our own path in life. So instead of saying, fuck it, Mel, have it, I should be saying, what has Mel learned throughout this lesson and how can I infuse that into my life so I can become number two on Amazon when I drop a book? And that, my friends, is what I want to talk to you about today. How is jealousy showing up in your life? And how are you using it? Are you jealous of your friend's new fancy car? Her husband 
or partner that thoughtfully brought flowers home for her, the new career that she decided to carve out for herself. We've been conditioned to want to run away from these bad feelings. And my recommendation is don't run away from these feelings. As soon as you feel them, don't go scrolling Instagram or go for the Ben and Jerry's or run for something to stuff it. Stay there for a minute and get curious and drawn into what those emotions mean. We will never be jealous of something we don't want. So for instance, I would never be jealous of someone who got a second home, maybe in the mountainside of Canada. Yeah. Cold weather, skiing, not my gig. Canadians, I love you. And I think you're amazing people. And I love your country. But I do not want a second home in Canada. I just don't. Now, would I be jealous of someone who got maybe a second home beachfront in one of my favorite beach towns? Absolutely, because that has meaning to me and that's something that I want. Instead of of running to the, you know, fuck it, the world's unfair, I'll never have it, mind game, which I have done and did do this week. Here's some tips that I want to share with you that we can take when we get these pangs of jealousy, because my friends, we all do. So how do we use those pangs of jealousy to be a motivator in our life? And the first thing we need to do, as we've talked about, is get curious on what is making you jealous, because I'm here to tell you, my friends, it's never the thing It's what that thing represents in your life and what's missing. Your friend's partner who brings the thoughtful flowers home. It's not the flowers. It's the fact that her partner is thinking of her. The fancy car that your friend got. It's not the car. It's the status that the car represents. The career move that your bold girlfriend made. It's not the career that you want. It's the freedom and bravery that comes with the choice. The next time jealousy creeps up on you, I want you to take a moment, dig in and get curious on what that thing represents and what you're drawn to. It's a clue about what's missing in your life. Know that you can have it too. You know, here's here's the amazing thing about the world and life, my friends. There's room enough for all of us to navigate our own paths. There's something that's exhilarating about knowing that anything can be yours, anything, if you put in the work for it. Start working on yourself. It's so easy for us to go down this rabbit hole in our mind that this will never happen for us. We'll never be number two on Amazon for our book. So why even try? Oh, you can think, hey, listen, I have two young kids. I'll never be able to do the bake shop I want. So why try? It's all in the little things that we do every day that builds up our habit loop of believing and showing up for ourselves. You want to write that book? that's going to be number two on Amazon, spend 10 minutes a day writing. You want to open that bake shop? 
go to your local bakery and speak to the owner and see if you could spend some time job shadowing him or her. So often we make shit so complicated because we're fearful. And I, I want to go back just one second to know that you can have it too. You know, to the point that we can have anything in life. You know, I think back to, uh, I'll use Mel Robbins since we've been talking about her. Here, you know, and she's, she's very open about sharing this story. $800,000 in debt. They put a second lien against their house, can't buy groceries in her 40s, three kids and thinking, fuck, like my life, I'm a loser. My life is over. I'm drinking at like three in the afternoon. I'm constantly fighting against my husband. Like I can just see the future, right? We're going to end up in divorce and barely making ends meet. And instead of just allowing herself to live in that despair, she takes it and she uses it as a catalyst to show up every day, step by step, and and get herself out of that hole. So to say that anyone can do it, anyone really can do it. And we have to learn from them. I'm a huge believer that someone can teach you in 10 minutes what it took them to learn in 10 years. Success leaves clues, my friend. Your friend that was brave enough to get the new job, what did she do to build that courage? Instead of I judging her from a distance and talking shit behind her back because you're jealous, lean into it. Spend time with her asking what she did to get here. Not only will you learn a lot, you'll get off the emotional roller coaster ride you put yourself on of beating yourself up for not doing it yourself. Celebrate your own success. We can so easily get into this unfair comparison game. Here I am comparing myself to Mel Robbins. She's been doing this for 10 years. I haven't even made it to year one. It's like I'm going against Michael Phelps, right? And I'm just learning to keep my head above water. Understand where you are in your own season and celebrate how far you've come to get there. Recognition of where you've come from is a huge motivator. You know, as I'm as I'm sharing Mel Robbins story to you, I think back to myself. I look back to where I was even five years ago, just living day by day, surviving in a tolerable relationship, feeling horrible about myself, binge drinking in debt to where I am today in madly in love with a man who I know my soul was meant for sharing my words with this community to help you all navigate your own path. Um, you know, feeling like I'm finally showing up to be the woman that I was meant to be. And that was within five years. So one thing I recommend is in my journal, I started writing down successes or milestones within a year. And I recommend you do the same. It's so easy to forget how much success and how courageous we've been in a year. So when I look in my journal and just even the first six months of the year, which 
keep in mind, we were still in a pandemic, which you know, we, we still kind of are. But within the first six months, I would, ran a half marathon. I started doing sales consulting for a wellness company, and I launched a podcast within six months. What have you done within the first six months of this year? Do you even know? Remember your strengths. We all have them, each and every one of us. Everyone reaches their goals in different ways. There's power in owning your own truth. I love Mel Robbins and the courage she's had to share her story and act on it and build a community that's changing lives. I am all about that. She's changed mine in so many ways. I am not her, nor should I try to be. My story is my own and my gifts are my own. And so are yours. The moment you take time to understand what your gifts are and you step into them, there's a power that just exudes right out of you. My friends, jealousy isn't the enemy. It's the universal clue to who you want to be and how to get there. Ask yourselves this. What if we use jealousy to learn more about ourselves, what we really want, and what's possible in our lives? Thank you for taking the time to be here. And most importantly, for taking the first step in investing in yourself. If you liked what you heard, please do share with your tribe. I'm a huge believer in the power of sharing content, especially when that message is around putting power back into your own life. I would love to hear from you all. If this message meant something to you or you'd like to share something with our community, please reach out to me on Instagram, megan.b.miller. Also, if you feel inclined, please comment and rate the podcast. It does make a difference in sharing our community. Till next time, carry on with intention.